Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Conversations with My Dog, with me, Marnie Jahangiri. This week, we have Sasha from Luwag joining us. Sasha started Lawag shortly after her Pomeranian came into her life and the need for grooming was a necessity. Lawag started as a mobile grooming business that quickly took off as it was the only mobile until providing full grooming services on dogs and cats in London. Less than two years later, Lawag's shop, cafe and grooming parlour opened its door in the heart of Parsons Green in Fulham. With many projects and ideas in mind, Sasha has a long-term vision to make Lawag a centre that can help owner, stroke parent and their dog to live a more harmonious life. Whether it's grooming, shopping, behaviour or human with experiences that you are looking for, Lawag will be your destination. Welcome, Sasha, on our show today. Hello, my dear. Hi. Ça va toi? I'm going to speak French because uh, I have spoken to you before in French. Yes, anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. And your background is, you are... So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm half French, half Italian. was born in Italy. My dad is Italian and my mom was born and raised in Belgium, but we have a French passport and I lived seven years in France. But... I truly grew up in Spain, so my heart is a bit everywhere. But you are so multinational. You're just like me. I, I, I you know, I have Switzerland, Iran, England. I mean, Scott, bit of Scotland, bit of everything. It's very quick because your accent is truly, for me, it sounds it's French. Very French. Yeah. I, I guess I, I learned English after French and I was taught by French people. <laughs> yeah. So the French comes back a bit stronger. It's, it's amazing. And your family, they're based all over? They're here? based all over, yes. I've got family in Belgium, in Italy, in Spain, and just my mom and grandma in France. I mean, they, they move around. My mom now is like really, really based in France. And so I get to go anywhere I want and visit family. Let's start from the beginning um, for our listeners to understand what really happened, because people don't believe how much luck I have. It's all, everything has been synchronicity in the last, uh, I would say, few months um, with the COVID pandemic, I think. Things just open up in a very weird way. So I was told by one of my friends, Lena, who runs her whiskey grooming, who has been on our show, lovely Lena, uh, to contact you, Luwag, who uh, is hosting an event, and she suggested I should contact you 
because there might be a possibility that you would be interested in Dogo. So I called you in uh, Wimbledon, in the midst of Wimbledon, and I called you and you picked up the phone and I said, Marnie Dogo, and you went, oh my God, I've just been like literally thinking about you. Uh, so how did that work? When did you start thinking about Doga. Yeah, that's true. So I was, um, because I opened the place and for me, it's always like kind of been important to exercise, but I always struggle when I want to do something with my dog, even though it's like going to a yoga class, which I really enjoy after work or like in the morning and I can never take my dog and because I don't live near my, my workspace, then I always have to like work around, you know, and I thought, how beautiful could it be? to do that with my dog and because we have this space in Fulham that has the the capacity to to hold classes I was like I've I've I know and I've seen and I've read about you and I was like I should contact her but maybe she's like too far you know too too big for me to contact and so I was like okay what about I just wait a bit and see how the works can can the construction work can uh, progress and then maybe I'll, I'll get in touch and then I told the girls and I contacted company to refurbish the space that we have. And that, that one day later you called and I was like, what? What is happening crazy. to me? It is absolutely crazy because, uh, you know, as my listeners know, it's, <laughs> I've been teaching Doga eight, nine years and I've done Doga just about everywhere, you know, in, uh, in the London Eye, in Parliament Square, in, in uh, where British museums take modern and still I don't have a studio. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I was so desperate that I almost went on Dragon Stand and sold the idea away because... You know, when you are desperate to, to, to start something that is so important to you, like for you, the grooming salon, you know, uh, sometimes uh, ego comes in and you want to rush things. But for you, it's very different because things happened extremely quickly. Tell me about your entrepreneurship with Le, Le Wagon, Le Wagon, <laughs> your wagon thing. Yeah, so... Um I'm kind of like that person that, you know, when I want something, I want it now and I need it to happen. Otherwise, otherwise I lose my focus, you know? And so when, uh, when, when I went to grooming school, I was like, okay, that's it. Like I found my vocation. <laughs> um, that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, and I mean, I filed up for my name company while I was in school, not really knowing yet what I wanted from, from my company to, to be and to become, you know? And then a few months later, I settled on on let's do like a grooming van. Everybody was like, no, you you can't do that. You can't drive it in London. It's crazy. Yeah. And what year was that? If you could, was so we can stay on track with 2019, you. 2019. Before so pandemic, before pandemic, so, yeah. that was the summer 2019. So I bought the van completely new and and even just to buy the van, I went to like. Um, I mean, uh, places where they sell vans and, and the man, they were looking at me like, you woman, you're never going to be able to drive. And I was like, why can't nobody sell me a van? It's crazy. I'm coming here. I just want to buy a van and nobody wants to sell me something. Like that. But anyways, I'll pass the details on that. And then so the, the van got uh, built and it was ready for operations in December 2019. So that's a very tricky moment for groomers to really build up a clientele because everybody's got their booking appointments already done because... That's what they want for Christmas. They they stick to their their own loyal uh, groomers. So that that was a very slow start for us. Um, so that was December, January, February. We started started to pick up quite a, a good amount of clients, and then March uh, hits, and then we go on the first lockdown that for three weeks, and then I was like really stressed because I put 
everything I had in the company. So we closed down for three weeks and I was really sticking to, to not even getting out of the house. And then the neighbors, they started knocking at my door being like, I see that you have a, a grooming van outside. I didn't know because I moved into that house a week before lockdown. So I didn't know anybody on the neighborhood. And, uh, and it's not a neighborhood I've ever even been to because I never crossed the river before I moved there to tell you. So I was in Battersea and the neighbors, they start knocking on my house. And they were like, I know you, you own the van there. Could you just do a little trim to my dog? Cause he really can't see. He's like desperate. He's getting matted. All these things, you know? And I was like, no, I can't. Like, it's going to ruin my reputation and my business is too young for that. But they begged and they begged. And I was like, what's the risk? I mean, we're outside. I'm going to pick up the, the dog from like their garden. Cause at that time we didn't know. So we were quite scared. Right. Mm. And then, and then I was like, but please don't tell anyone. I was begging people, please don't tell anyone. And little by little, like three weeks later, I was fully booked five dogs a day, like seven days a week, always running from my house. So people were walking from my house because at that time they told people, you can walk 20 minutes if it's your dog's exercise. So everybody's dog's exercise was to come to me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it started like this, you know, and then, and then I was on the road, what was it, mid, mid-April? No, I end of, no, because lockdown was uh, oh. end of March to end of oh, April, mid May, I was on wait, the road. Yeah, yeah. And then from then, and then it was like, it was a crazy, like I did not stop. I did not stop. When I was there taking one day off, it was because I couldn't, I mean, I needed to, to sleep for 24 hours, you know? I was working from eight o'clock to 10 p.m. every single day, nonstop. And tell us a little bit about the inside of your van and also the mechanics, because I came to a point where I, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror, let alone my dog. I couldn't even look at Robbie anymore. I was like, we are so, we just can't look into the mirror anymore. It's over. I mean, it's, it was bad. It was bad. Robbie looked like Chewbacca, Chewbacca from <laughs> Star Wars and I looked like Rod Stewart or something. It really came to that point. And, um, and I was looking for a groomer. I was looking and looking and looking. And then I found a company, how I think Hounds and Humans or something like that. And they said, well, do you have a an extension lead? So they were going to come with a, with a van and, and then and then plug in from my socket or something and then mm. do the cutting mm-hmm. outside. So they also needed to know about parking and they were booked up. I mean, I couldn't get a slot. I, I had to fight for a slot. And uh, I was a bit concerned about the extension and, and the space and, uh, and the parking. Mm. So what what made you different? Well, we, we have a generator in the van that makes me able to work without being attached to a house. So I would have people book me after their muddy walk at the park and I could just be there when they finish. And so I can make the generator warm up the water, um, use the hair dryer, keep the van cool with the hair conditioning, like anything I wanted, you know. Um, so that's what made me the only one in London having like a mobile van that had a generator. It's it's not an invention, like it, it was not an invention, but it was the only one in London because nobody dares to do it. I can't believe it. And, and I looked at the inside of your van and it's got a bathtub, it's pink, it's oh, yes. lush. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the interior. Well, the interior, I wanted it to be very simple and so, cause I wanted to be able to clean it very easily. So I have a pink bath. Yes, I do. And then, um, there is like the table, hairdryer. Um, there is a vacuum. I mean, it's super well made, you know, and it's made so we don't lose time. The dogs are safe. I can accommodate big dogs and small dogs have a skylight. There is plenty of light and it's just bright and nice. And I can work with the door closed or the door open. 
Um, I mean, I'm just going to say that maybe sometimes it was a bit of a struggle to park, but really just a few uh, neighborhoods in London, you know, it was much easier than people expect because during the day people are out with their car. There is parking on the roads. But of course, now we know that grooming is essential. Mm -hmm. It isn't essential. You'll never close during a pandemic because, mm -hmm. of course, dogs suffer mm -hmm. if they're if they get knotted. They do. Correct. They so, do. So you're you're safe. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're safe we, all we've the way seen through. I've seen horrors. But I've, I still see them today and it's not, you know, things are open. So I think it's more about educating people on on really like how often their dogs need to be groomed, what to do at home and everything. Because we can tell that the pandemic, yes, obviously, like some people, even though they take care of their dogs, it was terrible because they couldn't get the help they need. But even today, today, there is no excuse. Absolutely. Is there, are there any tips, anything you want to tell us <laughs> right now? Well, I guess it's just about having like an honest conversation with your usual groomer. And knowing if you're doing things right, if you're taking it to the right, you know, to the right uh, amount of times to the groomer, if you're on the right schedule, if you're using the right tools at home. Some people decide that they do not want to touch their dog on in terms of brushing and, and washing or anything. And they come every two weeks and they're happy. Some others, like it's very costly. So we have clients that would come every two, three months, but they do an amazing job at home. So I think we're an honest conversation is always so helpful. Absolutely. Uh, what is the worst situation you've seen so far? What was the worst <laughs> um, the, case? Yes, uh, the worst case was a was a schnauzer. It was an old lady, so I can't blame her. She had a back problem, so she couldn't really brush her dog. But the schnauzer having like really long hair on the on the muzzle, mm -hmm. it was matted. The dog was like losing a lot of weight because it couldn't eat, it couldn't open the, the mouth because the, the hair from the top was matted with the hair from the bottom. And that really like, it broke my heart. I, I cried. Oh, I really cried. And, yeah. and, and is she coming back with the dog? I've, see, I've seen her only once. The dog was like quite old. She was a mobile groom. So she called me up. Actually, she didn't. Her neighbor called me up saying, my neighbor... I've seen her and I've seen her dog. She really struggles. I'll pay for the groom. Could you? And so she arranged that appointment. I remember it was last summer. And I, th that was like the worst that I've seen, to be honest. But uh, it and, just happens. And then from there, how did your studio, your salon evolve? So from, from there, um, I had my long-term vision. I don't really have a long-term, but my long-term, which was two years down the line, I really wanted to open a shop. I really wanted to open a shop before the van, but because of complications, I was like, let's take the van. And then two years down the line, I'll open a shop. And then, so in November, 2020, so that was a year after I got the van, basically, I, uh, I went online and I saw this shop and I was like, but this is the street. This is the size. This is everything I ever wanted. Why is it there? Like, why was it for, for rent, you know? So I contacted the agency and then they were like, it took four months of negotiations to get the, the keys basically. But I thought I didn't have it. In February, I really thought that that was it. It took more. It took five months. I got the keys end of March. And then from there, I knew from, because I've always done my business myself, I knew I had six weeks to make that thing up and running. Otherwise, I started like not having money to pay the rent. So I got the keys and I mean, go find a company that can come to the renovations in six weeks and do it well. It was three days before the shop opened. I was with my sister, like painting the walls, like setting up things like it was just insane. We opened. We literally did not sleep for like we slept for hours for a week and then we opened with 
I think we had like eight dogs that day booked in on the first day and we had like two months booked out. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Mum's the Word, a brand new parenting podcast with me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles and all the other problems that come with parenting. I'm not going to be sugarcoating anything. It's all about truths, taboos and of course celebrating the amazing highs too. Each week I'll be talking about the journey of being a mum. For me it's my first time so I'll have some celebs and experts and you guys to help join me and hopefully figure out what on earth I'm meant to be doing. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our very own little club. Hit follow now so you don't miss an episode. Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast with me, Ashley James, coming soon. It's the best parenting podcast out there. So we opened, we we did open, everything worked. We didn't even have time to like try, test the bath. Like maybe like the plumbing was... (laughs) We didn't, you know, we just went in, all in. Customers were very understandable that, you know, on the first day, like when they were asking for something, we're still looking around a bit, but everything went, it just went so fast. It went so crazy. Like it was, it was so great. I loved it. You know, like I'm still, I'm still loving it. You do love your grooming. I, I came I in and, and you're there all the time. And also the women that work for you, um, your employees, I mean, they look very happy and very friendly and, and not stressed out. That's a good yes. sign as well. And and yeah, and, and so you've got this downstairs space as well. So have you always wanted to combine, it obviously says in your intro that you are interested in, in lifestyle, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the, the, the relationship between owner and dog and mm-hmm. the whole thing. Did you ever want to evolve into a lifestyle? Always, mm-hmm. always. I, before Le Wag, I was actually thinking... I wanted to open a business about 
pets. I didn't know if it was food, clothing or anything, you know, until I went into grooming and that was the decision was made. But to me, it's always been like, I live so close with my dog. Like my dog and me were like in harmony in life, you know, she's like with me all the time. And before her, I've always had dogs and we've always had these very close relationships, you know, and And so, yes, to me, it was like how to make my grooming. Yes, maybe the main focus of my business, but from there, there's so many ways we can expand to anything. And we, I wanted to make this uh, a, a lifestyle brand, you know, because I, I do enjoy grooming, but I do enjoy so many other things. And I thought, why limit ourselves, you know? And what is it specifically? And this is interesting to me. What is it that you really enjoy about the grooming process? What, what do, do you, do you get to know the dog? Is there a, some people say it's a spiritual, practice grooming <laughs> yeah because when when you're really grooming it's like you can like i i, I used to meditate but i don't do it very often because i feel like it's it's a use of my time but when i'm grooming i'm meditating like you're you're in a bubble where nothing like i don't hear the noises i don't hear the phone ringing i don't hear somebody calling me you know unless they really repeat my name if i'm i'm with the dog you're like in, I don't know, in harmony with the dog, you know? And, and then obviously, apart from the fact that I love the sophistication of the grooming, the complications of, of the hair types and everything. But when you're actually doing the job, when you're cutting the hair of the dog, you're just there with them and you, you have to connect. Otherwise it's, it's a mess. Otherwise the dog jumps and the dog, you know, when I have a dog on my table, like so many times people tell me, why are they so calm? And I'm like, because I'm with them. No, it's not the dog there waiting for me to do the job. It's like I'm I'm with them, you know, like we get this together. We had so many aggressive dogs that came in at first. We work together and and we find that connection where we manage to, you know, get the job done in in a good way, in a harmonious way, in a very calm and and quiet way if we can, you know. Do you believe that the owner affects the dog? Uh 200 yeah, 200 yeah 200%. so you can literally see which dog belongs to which owner when Almost. totally <laughs> i think your dog just opened the door <laughs> totally when when we see a customer running because we have a glass window running towards us we're like Ooh, that's gonna be tough to calm down and then the customer is like super anxious and and we know We know it's, it's going to be like a long time and the dogs are anxious. Definitely. Like the dog, it like 200% feels what the owner feels, you know? Oh, that's amazing. They, they do. They, they're like a copy paste of their owner. I mean, maybe, maybe not all of them because some of them live in a family. And so there's yeah. a bit of mixture there. But when you really see just one person with their dog living together, like that dog has got all the anxiety or the stress or all the calmness and the kindness of the, of the owner. Gosh, I want to bring Robbie to you now. <laughs> I mean, Robbie's very attached to me. But then mm -hmm. once once it's out of sight, once I'm gone, he's fine. Yes. And uh, the only thing is he doesn't like the front paws touched. But mm -hmm. um, otherwise, I just wonder how he would be with you as well. Because he, oh God, I can't drop names. I know one groomer, he really hates one groomer. I mean, he can't. He put, he'll pull me across the street. Mm -hmm. When we approach the place, he'll go across it. He'll pull so hard that he almost chokes. Yeah. And that for me is just not a good sign. But there is also a thing that maybe it's worth me mentioning is that I have some people that tell me it's funny. It's the first time my dog pulls me to enter into a grooming space. And then some people will tell me he's really not happy to come here, you know, and 
I treat all the dogs the same way and obviously some dogs need more attention and others some are like a bit more you know they have more problems than others anxiety whatever but maybe sometimes it, it can be that the dog doesn't like me and that doesn't mean that I'm not a good groomer or that I'm bad to the dog it just means that maybe we didn't manage to connect you know and maybe he's just decided that that's it maybe I was on a really bad day and that was the first time he met me and so that's it he decided that that was it I'm not the one for him so it could be that you know so yeah I wanted to ask so so with dogs if one if one thing goes wrong like a you know like a firework cracker or something dogs remember that is that that could be similar that you can have one bad moment with the scissors or whatever and that stays with them and they can't snap out of it that's they, it yeah, they hold that they, they hold that gringe I think you know and obviously it's not personal because mm-hmm. they don't have a sense of self in that sense so they yeah. they can't really say I really hate your haircut and I don't like the fact that you're a Scorpio and uh, you know yeah. it's not like that it's literally they remember that one movement or gesture potentially that can affect everything yeah and this is this is so so with Doga so where oh my god where can Doga fit in so where where do we go from here because I came to your um, salon and I saw it was fantastic and then we looked at the downstairs which is phenomenal great size for about eight to ten dogs Mm -hmm. but there is so much to think about when opening a a studio downstairs in a basement Mm -hmm. Um, what are the main things that we need to look out for I think we need to look out I think what what's most important to me is that people understand the meaning of it the 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 long term meaning of it what good can that exercise and and time can bring to them and their dog cuz now post lockdown we are like i see so many dogs that are very anxious and the people admit it i think now we are at the time where people admit it before they didn't admit it they just they were a bit more like no 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 it's it's just been home it's just been a bit hard it's just but now they admit like people come in the salon and they're like it's a lockdown puppy i do have problems with him yeah and so more than that i think they're ask they're like they're looking for an answer they're looking for like ways they always ask what can we do to make this better do we need a behaviorist do we need to to take him out more does he need to go to daycare and and the people before i even answer they're like i think i should just send him away just send him away and i'm like i think i think where it starts it's from you and the dog not to send him away on daycare like send him away on daycare it's great for his socialization but it's it's when he's with you that the problem is starting and if if you just don't work on that you're just not going to work on the long term so i think for me this idea of doga downstairs I mean, we call it downstairs, call it the studio. The studio. <laughs> the studio. It's to bring people together with their dog and okay. have this, and especially the kids. I love kids. Yes, so. and, and we talked about mm-hmm. that because Parsons Green is full of uh, schools and everything, and, mm-hmm. and the children have probably a lot of post-traumatic stress disorder, seeing their teacher for one year on Zoom and then seeing them live again, you know. Um, and and I, I connect with children so well and dogs. It's the easiest thing for me is to teach children and dogs. I, they say never work with children and dogs. I can't think of anything more amazing. Um, and you're right, uh, with the Doga, like you said, we we looked at everything and, and there's a lot to, lot to think about, isn't there, uh, in terms of... Um, because dogs do wee on the floor and you had came up with all these ideas and, and, and I said ventilation. That's quite mm-hmm. an important thing as well. So what are you looking at in terms of investing, you know, um, into a potential doga studio? What, what are we looking at? Because it's good for listeners to 
anyone who wants to open a doga studio to get yeah. an idea of how much is involved. Yeah. In this. Well, there'll, there'll be like the lighting. I think it's very important. Mm. The floor that needs to be something easy to clean, but also like you, you want quality floor when you're spending so much time on the floor, you know, you want a good aeration, a good climatization. You don't want the room to be too hot or too cold. You need to, to think about what kids and dogs are comfortable with. So Mirrors are not a good thing for kids because they spend too much time looking at themselves. Um, and the dog might look at themselves for too long. And the dog. Like, so we, we want a really, um, nice space that is very, that gives like a very calm atmosphere and that is very neutral. So they can really just focus on them and the dog. Absolutely. And uh, we, we said about ventilation. The only thing is uh, the reason why yoga studios don't allow doga is mainly because of hair. Mm-hmm. Hair. And and obviously if there's accidents, uh, smell, but more than anything, hair. So uh, are there any systems that pull hair? <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, of course you can hoover. But um, You can hoover? You can hoover. There is like... Yes, there, there is just, you know, we can just have like a automatic hoover that goes around the whole day. Yeah. Um, there is always going to be a bit of hair. But I mean, with, uh, I would say 80% of the breeds being uh, hypoallergenic, yeah. there's less chances for hair these days then. And absolutely. And then the other thing is obviously the, the weighing thing um, with smell and reoccurring smell. Um, if it were, how, how, do you, how, do, how do you sanitize these things? Um, well, we, we have some products the same way we sanitize like uh, the grooming area, the shop area. I mean, it's something that we clean every day. After a class, I guess we would clean that after every class, make sure everything is like clean and sanitized. If, if a dog smells, obviously it's going to want to we on top of it. But if everything is clean after every class, we can try to manage and, and limit that those accidents. And we also talked about this, um, the green patches. Uh, yes. Something. Maybe- so that's something that we can add. It's some sort of fake grass that you put on a corner and dogs automatically go there to do mm. their business and it's very easy to clean um very very portable as well as we're go- we're making as well an area upstairs where it's outside and there'll be like fake grass we can take the dogs there before and after every every class without having to go outside on the street and so they can do their business there as well sounds fantastic i, I mean it's just amazing and all we have to do now is sell the van we need so to sell the van. And we are get selling on. a van. <laughs> We're selling. So you, your van, your beautiful, beautiful automatic. Uh, Lua. Yes, I know. Mm. I know we're going to be having to Doga. People wants to do her Doga. Don't worry. All the listeners, we're going to get to Doga just in a second. I know. Yes, <laughs> we are selling the van, the official original Le Wag Le Van. Um, group full, fully equipped. Fully One equipped. more time. Just give Pitch sale, three, three words, tell me. <laughs> Fully equipped van. Uh, it's been working for a year and a half, not even actually. It's very new. It's under 10,000 miles. It's, it's perfect as a, as a person that wants to start their own business. It's, it was a, a dream to start or a person that's already doing it from home, but they want a bit more flexibility and not doing it from home exactly. Or like the ones that only want really high private clients, which there is in London clients that would pay a fortune for you to come to their house. Absolutely. It's just absolutely phenomenal that we can um, think of this as a, a proper business investment now in grooming. I mean, times have really changed. And anyone who's listening, please, you can contact us, obviously, directly um, through through the Create Productions. And um, 
Do you have an email address maybe mm-hmm. that we can look at? Sure. My email address would be Sasha, S-A-C-H-A, at lewag.co.uk. Lewag, L-E-W-A-G. That's it for now. And we are going to move on to a little bit of doga. Are you ready, Sasha, for some doga? I'm excited. With little Pippa. I'm so excited. Oh, Pippa is now yawning. This is a sign. She's not, she's not. Are you, Pippa, is it a yes? Is it a yes? Not yet. Doga, <laughs> doga. Okay. Well, you have to watch this. This is too gorgeous. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. Thank you so much, Sasha. Thank you for having me. And thank you for all your passion. I mean, you know, I I wish you all the best, especially with your entrepreneurship. You are such a force to be reckoned with and just incredible. Thanks for listening to Conversations with My Dog. Make sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations with My Dog to keep up to date with all of our latest news. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please, please leave us a review and a five star rating. It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Nama. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.